You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Pogues, it's uh, fantastic to be here. Uh, in honor of the movie that we've, we're reviewing today, Tank Girl, I've decided not to adopt an Australian accent, just like all the actors in the film. Except for one. Except for Naomi Watts, who, 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 who took a solid run at it. And is she, I, at one point I was like, is Naomi Watts is an Australian, so why is she just occasionally doing an Australian accent? I, I guess when they all showed up on set, it was totally optional, and she was the only one to take take, to take a run at it. And, uh, now my question is, well, is Naomi Watts? I didn't bother to look it up. Nope, she was born in the United Kingdom. Sure, who knows? Um, But when I realized that we were going to be reviewing Tank Girl, the uh, anarchistic, psychedelic, kind of zine-inspired comic turned into critical disaster uh, Tank Girl from 95 uh, that ruined a number of careers. Uh, I-, I wondered who I could bring along, but thankfully, uh, it turns out that within my immediate proximity, I had a Tank Girl fan. I had someone that had watched the movie over and over as a, as a, as a, as a child and just had a lot to say about it. I don't know if watching Tank Girl over and over as a child <laughs> makes you a fan, especially if it was forced. Yeah, that's fair. I'm sorry about the uh, torture but... that you endured as, as a, a child. I think it really had an impact on your, on your, on, on your life, you know? It really colored how I see the world. It does explain why whenever I see you, you're always you always have a different haircut and a different uh, like theme mm-hmm. T-shirt on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Welcome to high school. Boy, uh, of course, I, I haven't actually introduced you yet, but this is uh, <laughs> uh, e- eagle-eared listeners of the podcast. Would <laughs> are eagles known for their hearing? Probably uh, eagle no, eagle ear listeners. <laughs> Eagle-eyed? Yeah. No, but, but you know eagle- those eagles, Sarah. They're well known for their hearing. Uh, elephant-eared listeners will would certainly be. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the ears are big. They're probably good for hearing, right? I would imagine. They're just pointy. They're not big. Bat-eared uh, listeners would certainly uh, have picked up <laughs> picked up on this voice. Or being dare that I of, say, kangaroo-eared. Being that of frequent hmm, frequent. I don't know if I like no, that. Not bad. <laughs> Uh, frequent podcast guest and my wife those uh those uh, uh those roles uh of, of importance in that order uh sarah sarah Bunkers. i mean have we established that we are married on the podcast okay for the last okay yeah, we're he, not married he always not- mentions <laughs> that you're his wife to the point where it started making me think hey, sarah divorced him and he just doesn't want me to know I am frequently non-canonically married to my wife in various medium. When we play the pirate game Sea of Thieves, she makes it extremely clear that because of maritime law, we are not married in the game. We are not married at sea. <laughs> Why? Because you're in international waters? I guess, yeah, sure. should probably go with that. You don't have like a weird kangaroo lover in the ocean, right? Kangaroos don't live in the ocean. It's not an answer. <laughs> Okay, I mean, well, technically, all continents are in the ocean. I'll take my answer off air. Um, but uh, <laughs> this this week, Pogues and I decided to dip into a really strange, uh, uh, a really strange genre of of disastrous comic book movie because yeah. Tank Girl what, is what, a fucking train wreck, both financially and critically. What I find fascinating is so when we went to do this uh, movie. 
Ben was like, oh, Sarah really wants to do Tank Girl. And I was like, oh, she's seen it? He said, yeah. And I got the impression, I guess on my own, that you liked this movie. But now I'm hearing, not the case. <laughs> so. No, I I was excited about this movie because it is such trash. Oh, it's, I could not believe. And I got to tell you, I feel relieved because I was worried you were going to come in and be like, I really love this movie. And I was going to be like, this movie fucking is one of the worst movies I've ever sat through in my life. And I thought, I was like, how am I going to be so negative to something she likes? So I feel better knowing that's not an issue. No, this is a steaming pile of turd movie, but Lori Petty does fuck a kangaroo, so you have to give it points for that. You have to give it points every time Lori Petty fucks a kangaroo, which... Which happened. is why Point Break has five points. <laughs> which I will get into that more later. Let's save... Let's table that whole discussion. Yeah, ha- but... There's a lot of... Okay, I, I have a question for Ben. Yes. And I, I guess Sarah, too, but I'm going to assume... You never read the comics, Sarah, correct? No. No, I didn't. Ben, have you ever read it? I've read some, like, uh, Tank Girl, yes. N- non-consecutive, like, issues. Yeah, I've read, I've... like, standalone stuff that's been in, like, anthologies and stuff like that, but I never read the actual, like, series proper. Is this the plot of the comic? Uh... It is extremely similar. Yes, I did. I did a little bit of homework before the episode. Now, well, having never read the comic ever, I feel like I have since they decided that at least a quarter of the movie didn't need to be real movie, and they were just either going to animate the comic or just show flashes of mm-hmm. the panels. Which so. I will say is the only part of the movie I liked because I really like that guy's art style. What's his name? Jamie Hewitt. Hewitt. I'm uh, not sure how you actually say his last name. The artist of the original comic? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, also the man behind Gorillas. Yeah, yeah. His art style is very distinctive, and I really like it. And uh, so those parts I enjoyed. But the movie's fucking real bad. So I, I was just confused because I thought, okay, they're clearly doing the story from the comics, it seems like. Which was double confusing because it seemed like they altered characters and events that were occurring. But then just used panels from the comic that depicted at the end fight scene. They kept cutting to like a cartoon version. And it was an entirely different location and person she was fighting it seemed. And I was like that's a weird choice to bring up the source material knowing you didn't. You're not actually using it. You know what I mean? Just It just seemed really odd to me. Yeah I pointed that out as well. Um, not to jump too far far ahead. But the whole like holographic head situation that was a really bold choice to introduce something that idiotic and then the next second show a comic book panel where that's obviously not the case i should also point out that uh to clarify uh when i mentioned that it was similar to the comic there are pieces that are similar like uh like uh, a lot about her obviously the visual elements that they tried to like carbon copy into the into the film and i guess accomplished to some degree um, but, but in the actual one, she is, uh, in the actual, uh, in the actual comic, she is a tank operator. Like she's serving in like a militia, uh, or a military. And then she's sort of ambushed and then becomes sort of a rogue agent. That's sort of more the vibe, but a lot, but, but, but it certainly opens the kind of same way where she's just sort of her own independent operator with like, uh, although she's well, in the tank, you yeah, know, I imagine from, from the get. It felt like in this movie, it starts off with her being, like, the worst roommate. 
in the world <laughs> who's not really taking seriously the fact that apparently they're being hunted by like the SWAT team. Like this movie just started off extremely weird. One, it started off with a voiceover, which is you know, not always a great sign. Yeah, uh, I think Lori Petty just lends a an air of like bullshit to the entire thing that just really doesn't need to be there. Did it feel to you like too she was told, Hey, um, we didn't write anything for this scene, so just say as many of these one-liners that we have written down in no particular order or with any emphasis, and we'll just cut which one we like. And then they went to edit, and they were just like, they can just all be in. Because like, it just felt like constantly she'd be like, uh-oh, that's going to hurt. Oh, no, what's going on? You know, like, and he's like really dumb. Also, so many references to the 90s somehow survived a, a comet holocaust. Yeah, I don't... It, her whole personality in this... And in a lot of things she does, but in this for sure, is just like 14-year-old who forgot to take their ADHD medication. In, that's, a, in, that, in, that's a pretty good description. I dug up some old reviews, and one that stuck out to me that, that was highlighted on the wiki was uh, <laughs> there's this, this single line. that It was Lamar uh, Haffeldison of the BBC gave the film one out of five stars saying, sadly, the BBC does not pay out for one word reviews. If it did, then this review would read simply tiresome. (laughs) 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 Which is the most British and accurate rendition of a review for this movie. (laughs) Because it is like the, the vibe that they're trying to bottle of like tank girl, which is this like, uh, uh, unpredictable. I, I hate to use this as a reference point, but I think it's a good like like uh, uh, adjacent concept, like kind of like a Deadpool meta, like 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 a caricature that uh, it's full of like you know individuality and, and 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 eccentricity and all this kind of stuff. It's hard to capture that when all the dialogue, every single single line of dialogue, is Lori Petty being like, "Hey, do you want to fuck while I wear this weird hat?" That is that is the entirety of the script. It is front to back. Yeah, either I, either her propositioning herself as a lark, or in genuine threat threats threats of being raped by every single antagonist. Every oh. single antagonist. It is a '90s movie, so obviously the girls are going to be threatened with rape. That yeah, the was... fact that that comes up doesn't surprise me, but the fact that all of Act One, front to back, has no break from that. Like yeah, every scene, every woman we meet is like somebody wants to rape you. The the, the, the sequence of events at the very beginning is like Lori Petty doing sexual role play with her boyfriend, then Lori Petty thinking she's doing more sexual role play with her boyfriend, but it is in fact a stranger who then threatens to rape her. Also, yes, can I can I can I interject right here? <laughs> yes, this is an apocalypse where water is at an all like you can't get it. Mm-hmm. Unless you illegally tap into some sort of system. It appears that they're living in a crazy Victorian, like, mini-mansion in the middle of a sand dune. There's no stores in sight. Why the fuck are you going to purposefully ruin, like, Your only good clothing? tights? Yeah. yeah. She just, she has these perfectly good tights. And you gotta also, keep the sand out. You gotta keep the sand out. And she just ruins them with scissors. I also what? was like, did either one of you think, like, if I was watching this, this would be hot? Like, Ben, if you came downstairs and Sarah was doing that, wouldn't you just be like, 
why do you have a knife that close to your legs? Like, I'm just, let's be concerned. I, why are you ruining clothes? This is not at all arousing. Tights are expensive when it's not the apocalypse, Sarah. What the fuck are you yeah. doing? <laughs> Those were $25. More importantly, obviously Tank Girl is an irreverent character. But it does not endear the audience to her when her, the first thing of action we see her doing is ignoring her duty to protect her friends yes. on watch and letting them all be like slaughtered by by water and power SWAT team members, um, which is the major antagonist of the film. And then that would be okay if that had been a building block moment for her character to sort of like become more intense and serious, but also you know you know her eccentric. No, like it's it's breezed through. Like she she lets everyone she knows her boyfriend. Theoretically, a little girl that we realize later is saved that she that she cares for. Everyone that she knows and has given her water and supplies and food and shelter is assassinated because she's trying to seduce her boyfriend uh, and like yeah, drink beer in a just, pit. Yeah, she's just <laughs> bored. And it's also they 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 gloss over. There was another child in that building that we must assume was either killed or sold into slavery. There was a boy and a oh, girl yeah. that came downstairs a and caught boy. him. So I guess he's she just called... boned. Yeah, peanut dick. That yeah, that old chestnut. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's referred to as having a, a peanut-sized dick by the other girl. Again, uh, moments of, 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 of constant sexual reference, even by the children <laughs> in the first act. Yeah, I, I, the thing that I found weird was, so, and this is probably partially, again, based on my thought when we talked about doing this, that Sarah liked this movie. So I was expecting, I was like, oh, maybe this is going to be like, you know, like a good female empowerment movie. It, it's not at all. Did you, that, like, all the women yeah. were treated like hypersexually, really weirdly. Like I was really surprised at the amount of like gratuitous shots of like women's chest or their asses. It just yeah. seems so bizarre. Cause I was like, who did they think this movie was for? Like clearly, especially in the nineties, a movie with a female lead was not going to really, you know, a female comic book movie wasn't going to draw in a big audience. So you would think your audience would be like, well, we want to attract girls. Who are gonna see I will it. tell you who it's for. Apparently. You know how I mentioned that Lori Petty is a 14-year-old without her ADHD medication? <laughs> That's who it's... finds someone like that attractive? A 14-year-old boy without his ADHD medication. Yeah, she... <laughs> I, I could not believe just in watching this. my brother! <laughs> her... Her, like, delivery of lines is... I, it's like watching... Uh, it's like could you have acting um bipolar disorder where like sometimes she would be so mantic and then the next time it would just be like she was bored like just ah we got to get through this scene like it was just she was in that baseball movie a league of their own and she was like pretty okay in that she was like a normal i forgot she was yeah she has she has a decent and she's doing an accent yeah she she has a a decent filmography yeah, she's not inherently an obnoxious actress or anything. I don't find her to be a problem when she's in movies. But I don't think they gave her, like... This character doesn't have any, any like, body to it to work with, you know? It's just... It's kind of vacuous. It's just a bunch of one-liners that they that they, they, yeah, they, they sort of duct tape to a, to a weird outfit. That's just sort of, like, the whole vibe. What's crazy is there is a clear plot. She gets kidnapped... Uh... Water and power want her to turn, and then really all they want to do is they're trying to use her to find out where these the the kangaroo people are. And Which... then she meets with them, joins with them, and they, you know, 
seek revenge. I feel like That's... there has to be some deeper plot. Well, but I mean, that in the comic, because they why why pick her? To, well, yeah, that's why a, do they think she's going to lead them to like these kangaroo fuckers? But the thing is, like, that's at least a story. She gets revenge. This movie, though, is just like little vigilant. Or vi- I can't even say that word. They're like little uh, sections. Vignettes. Of, uh, yes, vignettes. Thank you. Of movie where, like, the story is progressing, but in a way in which it doesn't matter. Like, there's a scene where they. I don't know, it was probably like 10 minutes of cartoon people making a tank look different and then like a gratuitous shot of them like riding it and her constantly straddling the cannon, which was just weird. But it was like, this is doing nothing for the movie. And then they'd be like, oh, we got to go get this girl. We know where she is now. It's like, wait, what? It was just so all over the place uh, in story-wise. Well, then also when they go and get the girl... Well, first, Oof. they go into the weird, like, prostitute outfitting area where oh, there's, shit. for some reason, that I have no clue what it could be, real women's bodies where you can't see their face, but just, like, the bottom of their, like, like, you can't see their eyes, bottom of their face. Yeah. And then their chest down to, like, below, like, above the bikini line. Yeah. yeah and they were and just they're not this. mannequins. They're yeah, real I, people. I you thought can they see were mannequins moving. at first, and then I was watching, I was like, wait, are they just having random women stand topless yes. in a box while they filmed this scene where Lori Petty's just, like, trying on random clothes? It was the worst montage of, like, a somebody getting dressed I've ever seen, and very creepy. This whole scene was, like, super creepy. Yeah, and I don't even understand what those those mannequin women were to be functionally because they're embedded in the wall in a way in which you couldn't like dress, dress them, them yeah like mannequins off of them yeah i was like the, are, were they supposed to be wearing the clothes and you're supposed the, to take them off the most you could do was hand them like a, a piece of clothing to hold on to like that's <laughs> yeah, like yeah that's, that's an assault box but also what we find the scenario we find ourselves in for this very long sequence is that there is a essential some sort of weird cyber brothel out in the desert, which I don't even know who's attending it because it seems like there's the water and power that has all the resources and then everyone else is just destitute marauders. So who's like, who's got money or water or whatever to spend on like weird prostitutes? There's some elite that go to this weird spa where women are just dancing in water. And the answer, by the way, to my question is (laughs) Iggy Pop. Yes, Iggy Pop, who was like, I would like to be in this movie. What do you want me to be? Pedophile? Okay, I'm on it. I, I just... you're, you're a pedophile named Ratface. All right, get we'll me in there. Two lines. <laughs> well, then, basically, the brothel is for like water and power dudes, Iggy Pop, and War Boys. And That's war, all. Yeah, War Boys. Yeah, yeah. And then this this was the point in the movie because like a lot of I've written down is like, boy, this movie's really short for so much of it to be weird sex scenes. Boy, this movie's really short for so much of it to be animated. Then I just wrote down, what the fuck's going on here? (laughs) During a scene in which they make the brothel owner, the madam, sing a song from like the 1920s. Why? Like, what was the point of that whole scene? And it becomes like a huge dance number. Yeah, for some reason. Well, the entire sequence is confusing because... A, a, a young girl is trapped and being forced into the sex trade through human trafficking. That's awful. 
and 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 the rescue operation for that entire entire thing is that when Lori Petty gets there, the girl has given her attacker Egipa some sort of like weird booby trap that has cut him, and then in a hallway, which is just where the entire thing takes place, Lori Petty just happens to wander up, and then it emerges with the girl now secured and secured in big quotes uh, because he just she just walked up and said, "Oh hey, what's up." And, yeah. and comes it's out less of a pro- rescue, more of a chance meeting. Yeah, and produces a large gun and, 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 and to counter the apparently zero security. So I don't even know how these people are enslaved because there are there's no one enforcing anything here, to my knowledge. Because she walks up with a gun and everyone just lets her do a song and dance number with the madam, and, and everyone and, gets and, into it. And in a world in which the apocalypse has occurred. A comet has hit the Earth and basically destroyed it. People still remember that song? People in the 90s wouldn't have fucking remembered that song. I don't remember that song. <laughs> like, <laughs> apropos of no meteor, no one would have remembered that song. Well, po- <laughs> sorry. well, Pogues, in 12 years, when this movie becomes reality, you will remember the song now. Wow, yeah, 2033. We're hey, almost there. I'll be honest, man. I'm singing it all the time, you know, in the shower... I, uh, but the question I is, some of it now, but I really can't. Remember we're fucking this far into this movie, and the only thing we've experienced is that the females in this film offer up themselves in an instant, whether real or imagined, whether real, real or pretend, uh, sexually to get a, uh, to get ahead of any antagonist. Those antagonists then, in turn, threaten to sexually assault them and rape them. This includes. The allies we meet later, who also perpetually attempt to assault them and help yes, them, and, and during a variety of scenes, assaults Naomi Watts at one point. The guy grows her. Uh-huh. Yep. Also, oh, yeah. uh, at one point, they're constantly groping Naomi Watts. Like, yeah, I feel like this is a rough movie for her. But at one point in the opening, Naomi Watts is being uh, threatened with rape repeatedly by her boss, who works for Water and Power. Uh, oh, you mean uh, Ugly Aunt John Travolta? Yes. Well. I think you just mean John Travolta. Uh, <laughs> but he, uh, at one point, he's getting ready to assault her. And Tank Girl shows up and says, what are you doing talking to my girlfriend? And, like, the guy freaks out because she kisses her. And he's like, ooh, gross. The guy is a rapist. I don't think he's going to care. You know what I mean? I don't think on right. his list he was like, oh, I was going to rape her, but now she's gay. I, I can't do that. It was just, and I was like, wow. Such it's strange. a 90s moment that they would be that afraid because of gays. Because that's, that's a ploy that I, I'm aware that like women might might utilize in like a bar if their friend is being hit on awkwardly. Oh, They'd I've come up. It. Yeah, you'd come up and pretend that, oh, this is my girlfriend and uh, uh, we're already involved, which is, which sends that person away. In the in the bar, everyone's operating on. I mean, theoretically, the same power dynamic. In this scenario, this is her superior officer, and Lori Petty is a prisoner. So I don't understand. Yeah, why he how this... just shoot her and then rape the woman? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't I, understand. I, I, no, I'm not, not saying how that's how I want the movie to go. Yeah, but, but it just um, the scene makes no sense. The stakes, the boundaries, who's in charge, who's got power? It's all like it. None of it's established. It and just, it's confusing. It feels like the scene is there so that the two girls kiss and people can be like, oh, you know what I mean? Because I, I just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, maybe, you know, I was I was youngish in the 90s, so maybe I don't recall, but apparently, you know, maybe that was like a big thing was, you know, 
laughing because people are gay. I, I don't know. It just was so out of place. And then, like you said, just bizarre. And this guy appears to be, like, constantly like, oh, me and you are going to do it. And she's like, nah, I don't want to. And he's like, all right. It's just like, wait, what is going on? Is this, this guy... You know what I mean? Not that I, I definitely did not want there to be a rape in the movie, but it was just so weird. Like, the threat was there, but no one was ever going to follow through. It was just like a thing people said. It was so bizarre. Yeah, it, it, I, I then, had a hard time. Well, well, something that I kept thinking about while watching this film um, is that we, I feel bad for our review of Josie and the Pussycats because we, we came down that movie pretty hard despite it having a bit of a cult following, a young, like, teen girls who watched it at the time of its release. Um, and this movie had... Like, if you dig around the internet, this movie has a similar... Much less, but a similar reaction where it's like, oh, I remember that movie. It was like, I, I loved her character, her outfits, all this stuff like that. And I have a way harder time understanding no, how that works. if somebody was like, my favorite movie is Josie and the Pussycats, I'd be like... Huh, all right, interesting choice. If somebody was like, my favorite movie is Tank Girl, I would, I, I don't know, can you, can you have other people submit it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, this is what I mean is, before we start recording, I was genuinely concerned that this was like one of your favorite movies, Sarah, and I was like, yeah. I don't know what to do now. Yeah. This movie's really bad, and I liked Sarah up until this moment. <laughs> I was excited by this movie in the same way that I was excited to do the Batman movie with Penguin. Oh yeah, yeah. Where where it's just like it's it's just just like you can't look away. And I'm I'm glad that's the reason it is. I just misunderstood Ben's when he said it. I just I don't know why. I was just like, oh, she must really like Tank Girl. I just wish there was a a, a much more of a spine throughout this movie because at least in like other movies that we dogged on, like there's an A to B, you know what I mean? Like you understood what was happening in Josie and the Pussycats from A to B. I don't know what's happening from A to B. Like Laurie Petty's just like... Yo, go ahead. I'm just saying Laurie Petty's just kind of out in the wilderness and then she's kidnapped because she fucks up her entire community and gets them all killed. And then like, I guess the villain thinks to employ her as like, a, a, like one of her one of his soldiers because she's like competent, but then like that is dropped and instead she's just being thrown into a pit she's just to being find his bait. Yeah, to it's... find the kangaroo people who apparently are a problem they can't kill despite the fact that they don't appear to be very effective when we see them do anything. And I I mean it's bizarre. Yeah, and that's I... like the real problem with the entire thing is that just there is no point to the movie. Like it just goes from like there's an A to B, but it's divided up in between random events like oh she needs to go get that girl so they, she needs the tank first so they get the tank let's have them have a montage and get the tank again now they'll go get the girl now they're just at the place and they're gonna the dog boys are gonna help them now they're getting revenge it's like there's no path it's just like here's one event here's another here's another yeah there's nothing connecting them it's just whatever was next i was gonna say it's like it's like it goes from one thing to the next, but there's nothing that links it all together. It's like instead of putting a puzzle together the right way, someone just jammed random pieces in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It would be but as if, like, like <sighs> you went to watch A New Hope, and it started with, like, Luke on Tatooine, just bored. Then it went to a shot of him, like, a, a five-minute montage of him and Han Solo painting the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> And then all of a sudden they show up and Alderaan's gone. And you're just like, wait, what happened to all- fucking Alderaan? Oh, it's dang, that sucks. So I think they. I, oh, dang, Alderaan's gone. That sucks. I think they did it. Let's go over there and and look at them and see and see what they have to say about it. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. like it's just it's just loosely tethered scenes. It would have been a much better movie if they had just 
gotten rid of like the first three quarters of it because I will be honest with you like the only thing that I actually really remembered about this movie was basically from the time where she started like hijacking that uh like semi tractor trailer thing yeah and brought it back for like the kangaroo guys one of the only attempts at an action sequence and then from then on like everything else that happened before that I was like oh yeah I guess this happened I don't fucking remember yeah, it's insane to me that that's like the only action sequence in a movie that I think would probably be billed as an action movie. Because before that, the, tank in the, the title. only sequence we get is like Lori Petty like stands like just stationary and, and waggles a machine gun around and then like a bunch of guys fall off of a balcony. That is the only action we get until this like like truck robbery, which is, I would have to argue, perhaps the most interesting scene in the movie. Like, watching her, like, ride up and, like, get out of her tank and jump on the semi and, like, you know, kick the guys out and 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 operate her, her machine with Jet Girl flying nearby. It's the only scene in the movie I think even remotely qualifies as interesting. If literally what had happened was all of her friends died and then she went to the place and met up with Jet Girl and then they escaped and then just started, like, robbing fucking shit with mm-hmm. their tank and their jet the entire like 45 minutes that nothing happened i would have been way happier with the movie i, At least I mean it would have been a movie to me it's 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 think about um you know mad max 2 which is where you know we, we mad max 1 or uh, uh uh or road warrior whatever you want to call it is where you get you know, Mad Max's backstory, and you meet his, he actually he still has a wife and all this stuff. But Mad Max Two just opens. He is a vigilante on the road with his cool car, and he runs into a problem. There's a gasoline town that's being attacked, and he helps out. Right, that's what we needed. Right, is Lori Petty mm-hmm. rolls up in the beginning in her fucking kick-ass tank, which by the way was not kick-ass in the movie. It was ugly as sin. But she rolls up in her kick-ass tank, and then like gets involved with some weird shit, whether it's like the kangaroo people attacking a town and she finds peace, uh, something. But there's no stakes. We spend half the movie with her just in like a tank warehouse, just like like, like doing one-liners and trying to like help Jet Girl away from, from being sexually assaulted, which is like a huge bummer. And then on to just sort of like her roaming the desert aimlessly, like looking for that one girl she talked to for 10 seconds in the beginning. I mean, like... <laughs> yeah. I don't really care about Nobody what's cares. her face. Like, that little girl it was from uh, the Babysitter's Club. Oh, yeah? Yeah. She oh, was one God. of the little girls they babysit in the Babysitter's Club. Like, wow. What a difference. But something I wanted to talk about, too, is the biggest sin this movie could possibly have is that the tank sucks. It sucks. There's nothing cool about it. It's so. Am I wrong? Yeah. They, it they looks so, so stupid. The jet to... was so The jet was better. sick. Jet was way... In fact, Jet, the Jet and Jet yeah. Girl were way better in this like, movie than Jet Tank Girl. Jet Girl, like, was a way awesomer character. She actually has a gunfight at the end that yeah. was interesting. Yeah, she actually, like, evolves as a character. <laughs> yeah. She stops being mousy and is like, I'm gonna stop letting people hump me and then start <laughs> shooting guys in the face. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And she gets body to her hair. And I love it. <laughs> Yes, I forgot about the arc of her hair. You're right. She is like, it's like weirdly greasy flat. And by the end of it, she's got like a sick ass bomber jacket and she her hair looks awesome. She discovered dry shampoo. That's so much better of a story than Lori Petty's like weird, like half written jokes. God damn. 
You're right. You're right. Yeah. Kind of actually a lot like Batman, uh, the Batman movie with Penguin that we just mentioned, where it's actually way more of a Catwoman movie than it is a Batman movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Naomi Watts is at least trying to act. Uh, yeah, her storyline's more interesting. Her like the revenge of tank girl is pretty blah oh yeah she's getting revenge for water and power killing all these people but at the same time part of the reason they were able to do it so efficiently is because she wasn't watching like she was supposed to right you know and and water and power are the bad guys but at the same time maybe take watch a little more serious (laughs) It would be like the Punisher's origin story, you know, where he's at his family reunion and, like, the mafia comes and kills everybody. Except the Punisher was supposed... Except he's not the dad. He's, like, the security guy out front. Yes, yeah. Who went for a piss and, like, let all the mafia guys in. Like, there's, like, no connection other than, like, a brief scene with her boyfriend that she, uh... That that they had... They they role-play out in, like, their weird plant basement. That's the only sequence we get that implies that she cares about any of these people. Because after she gets them all killed by her just, like, pure, unadulterated negligence, she never once mentions or thinks about them again. Yes. She's never like, oh my god, boyfriend who may have had a name I can't remember. He's just dead. She never really comes back to that. No. But there is something that we need to talk about in this movie that we haven't had a chance to yet. Which is that... After about an hour and a half has elipsed in this hour and like 50 minute movie, we suddenly get kangaroo men, which are again from the comic, but... So, the first time I saw this movie, (laughs) I don't... So, I don't remember the first time I saw it. The first time I remember seeing it, it was obviously out on like VHS, because I remember seeing it at my home. I don't believe I saw it in theaters, thankfully. Um, so I was probably at most nine when that happened, depending on when my brother discovered his need and love for Tank Girl. Um, I try to block that out. So I was watching this movie possibly when I was nine years old. Just putting that out there. Oh no. My parents obviously didn't give a shit about what I watched on TV. But did the kangaroo people cemented memory in your head oh yes that is all i remember about this movie is that she fucked a kangaroo man like, and that ice tea you is one of them it's me tank girl's like oh yeah tank girl the, where she fucks a kangaroo man <laughs> that crazy ass movie now here's something that i was aware that tank girl dates a, a kangaroo person i guess it never occurred to me until this movie what that would mean my assumption was like kangaroos mutated and got smart which looking back is weird the movie's plot though is he was a dog that they turned into a kangaroo man which doesn't make sense nope doesn't track they're positing that somehow i i'm guessing maybe i don't know they say something about reincarnation they somehow mixed like dna from humans and dna from kangaroos and maybe somehow injected human memories into yeah no clue although i can't place whether the reincarnation is part of their backstory or part of the fact that they're played as like weird sort of like hippie 
like beat beatniks. Yes. Uh, the jazz poem. I yeah. I could not figure out. But what they all the fuck well, was they're the point not of all hippie beatniks because the one who humps Naomi Watts all the time said that he was like a Radio Shack employee from Cincinnati, right. Ohio. Yeah. But they all like eat vegetables Which, only and they won't use guns and they. There was they also talk something I religion thought, and I thought was weird was. They're in Australia. Why was that guy from Cincinnati, Ohio? <laughs> yeah, it again confusing. Why not Sydney, Australia? You know, like and, just and, and again, even the kangaroos in this movie who talk don't have Australian accents, which no, is just one of them has a very specific accent because <laughs> it's Ice T. <laughs> it's Ice T, who was a former cop, SVU possibly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, when they said that, I was like, predicting his career path. I, I wanted him but to be like, I, I, I was, I was a cop. Just, Every part of the I was part of a sp- kangaroo man was upsetting and confusing. But yeah, so I remember the kangaroo fornication. I did not remember that the kangaroo that the fornication occurred with had been reincarnated from a dog somehow. Confusing. So the entire time, so I had i've been reading up on trivia while we were watching the movie and i found this sweet little nugget that i'll read aloud to you mgm insisted on cutting a scene of tank girl and her kangaroo boyfriend booga reclining after sex despite spending five thousand dollars on a prosthetic penis for booga i'm sorry how much five thousand you in 1990 what that is so much or three or whenever they started (laughs) that is like so upsetting inflation ben look up inflation okay let me just see Uh... um but so i knew going in the name of the kangaroo man and which who she had sex with i couldn't remember which one it's been so long i did not watch this movie voluntarily in many years until now so the entire you meet Booga and the entire time I'm thinking, oh no, what? Oh, so <clears throat> the penis would have cost almost eight thousand six hundred current twenty twenty one dollars. I mean, that's so, so you could upsetting. buy yourself a, a nice car. I mean, you can buy a bad dragon dildo for way less than that. <laughs> I have an important question: if the money was spent. That means the prosthetic was made. Yeah. Where Where did it go? It said they cut <laughs> the scene, meaning they filmed it. Yeah. They filmed but but my scene. question is, where, where is, is the, the prop? Penis? I don't is know who in, made this movie. Warner Brothers or something? It's in some guy's house. MGM. Where's the penis? <laughs> is it MGM? Is, is there like a producer in this movie who has it like up on a shelf behind no, it, where they're like... Yeah. It, was, it was given to a hard rock, rock cafe. <laughs> you can see an uncomfortable belgian family trying to eat like eat their lunch yeah. next to it there's like a wax figure of sylvester stallone and then there's just a penis on a stand booga's booga's dick with a picture of a jeff cobra who played him but yeah, oh so the point I was trying to make was, we meet Booga. <laughs> I know that Booga is the name of the boyfriend kangaroo. <laughs> he starts talking, and I'm just like, oh no, Lori Petty Tank Girl. Yeah, I don't know if he can consent to sex with you. What's happening here? I, I don't think in the comics he's... Because I, I mean, he appears to have like brain damage. 
Like something's yeah. wrong with him. I don't. But he's think a in dog. The comics, they say he's a dog. Yeah, I, or was a dog who was good enough to be made into a kangaroo man person. Yeah, he basically I, says they turned me into a. I was a good boy, so they turned me into a person, is what he says. Did, did they have a baby then? Yeah, I just wanted to clarify that if we're talking about the fact that it's weird that that there, the, any of the stuff that in the canon we're talking about, I want to be clear that in the actual Tank Girl comic, she has a baby with her tank. With a tank? Yeah, and it's it's a half. It, it's like a human. It's like a it's like a a, a a centaur, except the bottom part's tank and the upper part's a baby. What the what? fuck is wrong with you, Jamie? What's your face? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, some of this I know too. It depends. He stopped writing it, and they kept the comic going. That's true. Yeah, I don't. So I don't know, I don't know if at some point it wasn't him anymore, but like he only did, I think, the early run, and then he walked away. But in the comics I just looked, Booga is a mutated kangaroo who was a human. He was a toy designer. And I was like, see, that's better. But then I read So not a brain-damaged former dog. No, but Tank Girl That makes me feel better. When he snuck into her tank one night to pitch a pair of her knickers. To pitch a pair of her knickers? Pitch, like to steal. pitch, okay. Uh, he is a big Dame Edna fan. Seems like a weird thing to again. And once impersonated Bill Clinton. This is what Wikipedia decided was. Well, just so weird. Bill Clinton pinching knickers makes sense. But yeah. It was really upsetting to me. No, it's... I don't know what they were trying to do with because these characters are announced to us as if they're some sort of like subterranean monster race, like the Rippers. Like they're described as if they're like, you know, in like any of like the sci-fi movies where there's like, oh, you can't go out at night because the X creatures come out. Um, but well, instead, like, they're just you like a see them like they showed like them in the shadows and stuff. They look like fucking predators like running around. Yeah, and... but it's it turns out they're they're basically like a weird offshoot of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like they're just. They live in like a bowling alley and they eat weird food and they all have like wacky personalities, which include one that is genuinely a rapist. Um, and again, we're supposed to be seeing them as like a fun, fun sidekicks for the protagonist. Uh, but, 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 but the entire time, it's just, it's just bizarre and upsetting. Um, uh, 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 yeah, and I can't get over that. At one point, they try to explain to them that they, they have their own sort of spirituality and they have some sort of dance to like their goddess and while they're dancing one of the characters oh oh can i say it? yeah please go because, ahead yeah. yeah yeah so the radio shack guy from cincinnati whose yeah, name yeah. i can't remember or maybe we never knew runs into the dancing area after jet and uh tank girl decide to join and then yells don't worry i have condoms and then proceeds to begin humping her like from the front over and over and over and over and over again just they cut they cut away and come back and it's still happening like what the fuck this felt like a movie where like you're gonna read an article soon where it's like naomi watts talks about how terrible it was to film tank you know what i mean it's just well, no, she, I, I have 
a quote. Let me see. Um, I just really like this line from the trivia that I found for the movie. Naomi Watts is ashamed of this film. <laughs> I would be too. I think she's been nominated for an Oscar. Um, I, I, I'd also read that uh, the producers, uh, the director had had spoke a lot about studio interference in the movie, them making massive cuts and demanding particular character behaviors. Um, uh, and, and also apparently production was so fraught and confusing and badly orchestrated that, uh, that there were a huge important plot moments that were never filmed. And so thus they relied on the original creator oh, yeah. to animate them, which is why there was those That's weird animated sequences popping up. kind of what I figured happened. I was like, this seems like it's going on. It's not a cut scene. It's like replacing an entire scene somehow for some reason. Like, Yeah, I just assumed it was a budget thing. Like they were like, oh, we don't have the money to film you guys taping a bunch of shit to a tank. So we'll just have the cartoon. We'll just make a cartoon. Fucking it, so cheaper. Fucking speaking of budget, holy shit! Where did this twenty-five million dollars go? I know it was said somewhere that like Ice T was paid like. <laughs> I got. Yeah, yeah. What was he paid? Uh, so here's another one. I I copy and pasted. Um. Doo, doo, doo. I'm assuming twenty million. <laughs> oh, I didn't copy and paste it. Well, I'll let you know. I remember. I I I submitted it to my memory. He was paid eight hundred thousand dollars for this in, in nineteen ninety-five dollars. <laughs> So Heist T was apparently being interviewed um, on some like like rap like interview thing like because he's a rap, he's a rap artist and the person interviewing him was basically making fun of him for being in this awful movie and his only response to that was he's like well I was paid eight hundred thousand dollars for it and the guy just like immediately shut up he's just like yeah. yeah that's a fuck ton of money. Oh, so eight hundred thousand nineteen ninety five dollars is twenty twenty one one point four million dollars. I mean, um, like he's not even even then he wasn't like that famous to necessitate because you can't. It's not like you're like, well, we're gonna trade on Ice T's like credit. You know what I mean? Like Jesus. his facial recognition because he's covered in makeup. You yeah, he's, he, if you didn't know it was him, you know? covered in bad prosthetics. Yeah, and that's um, the other thing is the dog prosthetic, or I guess kangaroos, are fucking terrible. They're really, really bad. Right away, they're bad. They're rubbery and strange. They don't look like kangaroos or people or dogs. They just look like these strange aliens. Well, something I read, so Ben, you've had a few of like the stills yeah. from the comics up and stuff. Um, so in the comics, they look way more like actual kangaroos than they did in the movie. And that was done because they wanted you to be able to recognize the actors. Although I don't know what actors were kangaroos that people would notice in 1995. Like now I notice Ice-T and I know who that is, but probably not back then. Um, oh, the, the rapist one who tries to rape Naomi Watts repeatedly the only reason I know him and Ben had to point it out to me is he is the weird landlord who tries to have a threesome with Jess and her roommate in the New Girl TV show. Fans of the New Girl will get that one. Okay. I, I know the guy who played the saxophone. Um, he's... Uh, oh, yeah. Red, Reg Red Caddy. Yeah. He's in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I definitely. I, he him, was like I the only one I really. Voice and yeah, everything. yeah. I was gonna yeah. say it was more his voice than it's not. Like I would have if you had just shown me a still, I wouldn't have been like, oh, obviously that's yeah. him. 
the 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 guy that Sarah referenced, uh, Jeff Cobra. You, if you just looked him up, you'd probably recognize him um, from a number of shows or or oh, no, I'm sorry. B, he, B roles. He wasn't the rapist one. He was the one who had consensual. He was sex. Booga. Yeah, he was yeah, Booga. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who the rapist Cincinnati guy was. Not a good claim to fame for us, you know. Um. Uh. Originally. Uh. uh we watch a League of Our Own. I, yeah. <laughs> Uh, originally um uh bjork was supposed to be in the movie as as the very brief appearance of sub girl that was the weird eccentric woman i saw that there was someone ann cusack what was billed as sub girl in the imdb like list of like actors sister of john and joan cusack yeah but there was no sub girl like why? Why? Is I she don't know. She was just here? like a weird eccentric like cat lady that they ran into who like had a bunch of random shit oh, she stole. Oh, the water. They call her Water Lady. Eventually, yeah. Supposedly she's supposed to be Sub Girl, which is like a, a minor character in the comics, but okay. never made it. Never. Bjork dropped, so they just like threw Anne Cusack in there and gave her a weird outfit and threw her and threw a threw a one scene. Well, I also don't get that because in the I and this is just me being a picky librarian in the IMDb like section for all the actors in the show like show in the movie they don't match up with what they're actually called yeah no because yeah, like tank, tank girl's tank girl yeah but she has an actual name they call her rebecca the whole time yeah, yeah. her name is rebecca and i guess jet girl's just been called jet i don't think they ever said a real name for her if she had one and then they never say sub girl for ann cusack no, so no they call her water lady know. or something um uh uh but but yeah the outfits are upsetting but what i was getting at was there's a scene with the where the 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 kangaroo men start dancing Ugh. and and the creepy guy mm-hmm. uh the humper the humper as described like comes up to naomi watts character and said who, who says oh i don't want to dance and he, he says don't worry i'll show you i have condoms which is not yeah, even he's like, he's like don't worry, I have protection. I have condoms. I think is we and it's like that's, that's not, not innuendo. How you teach people to dance either. And, and and there's a really upsetting like ten seconds where it's just it's just Naomi Watts' character's arms at her side, looking really upset, while this character humps her aggressively in like purple shorts with a cutout for his weird fake tail. And I think I'll see that when I close my eyes now. I really don't like it. Yeah, it's it's very upsetting. That's going to stick with you. So, I suppose, I mean, I, can't, I, I imagine we probably don't have to do this, but uh, would you guys recommend seeing this movie? <laughs> no. Yes and no. Hard no from me, but go ahead, sir. I say watch the first 15 minutes. <laughs> that's the part you want to drive people to first 15 minutes you need to get a basis you need to get a baseline down get all the rape scenes in yeah get all the rape in get used to it <laughs> oh, numb yourself get to acclimated it. it's gonna happen <laughs> and then, get the <laughs> yeah then skip ahead to like one hour 10 minutes in look for the scene with like the semi truck and then go from there that is where most of the action happens and the bad costuming shows up because yeah. it is really boring just between those two skip points all the dumb fucking boring shit and then just sit back and wait for the kangaroo sex 
Uh, that is an iconic scene that will always stick with me until you're also the day saying, I die. The bra she's wearing with the missiles. Yeah, a classic, a classic yeah. scene. Yeah, that's a, a classic image from his run on the comic. But I, I would say this. No, don't under any circumstance watch this movie. Because I was trying to think. I was like, maybe I would be like, oh, watch the for the, the animated scenes. Because you get to see some kind of like interesting early work of his. But even they're not any good because nothing happens. This movie's just really fucking boring. That is my biggest complaint. Because I will stand for Laurie Petting being weird and Malcolm McDowell, like... Uh, just chewing yeah, unnecessary I, scenery. And, I can and, only assume someone at that studio has pictures of Malcolm at Dick <laughs> someone because I cannot picture why he agreed to be in this. You want to make Iggy pop a pedophile named Ratface? Sure, I'll see that. But like, if if any of these if any of these these people had a moment of interest, interesting scene, you know, to play out, they don't. And it wasn't just like a bunch of Lori Petty just sort of like aimlessly hanging out in in like a tank warehouse for like a full hour. I'd recommend it. But otherwise, yeah, it is it is a boring waste of time. Well, that's why I'm recommending you just yeah, watch 10 I get minutes, it. 15 minutes, skip about 75% of the movie. I would just say maybe just movie. find, like, a, a YouTube, like, I mean, parts of Tank Girl. Because I imagine that's only four minutes. I'd yeah. also recommend looking up the Tank Girl soundtrack, which is far more interesting. Because it contains Bjork, Devo, Hole, Bush, <laughs> Portishead. And, and someone doing, like, a... a punkish sort of cover of that song that they sing in the middle of the movie i could not believe that ice t's rap too real quick ice t's big gun holy shit that was fucking terrible my my only thought was how did this guy have a career as a rapper like it's so egregiously bad i could not believe it uh, uh, the, 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 the two best, like, raps of all time, movie, movie raps are a phenomenal concept because they're always bad. Like, every, like, like Will Smith, like Will Smith's, like, Men in Black rap, phenomenal. Uh, uh, Ice-T's Big Gun and, uh, 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 what's his name from Deep Blue Sea? Yeah, uh, I think L- we're talking L- L- cool about L- Cool J, Deepest, Darkest, Bluest. <laughs> D- <laughs> My, my head is like a shark's fin. All right, it's one of the greatest <laughs> ending rants in the history of film. Oh, shit. Oh, what, what happened to the what happened to the movie rap? We need we need to bring that back. We yeah, get... but we need to put we need LL to get Cool Will J Smith in more back in here. Yeah. yeah, Will Smith, LL Cool J, Ice T, get those guys together. Yeah, like where's Wild Wild West? You know, we need more of that. I think, yeah. wait, you know what? I think I just answered my que- our question as to what happened to the movie, right? <laughs> yeah, wait, that might, might answer it. Uh, well, yeah, so if you haven't read it already, my answer is no, just to be totally clear. <laughs> yeah, because we don't want to be associated with endorsing this just in case. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I think that's it. Was there any clothing, closing thoughts either of you had? Well, I do have one more interesting fact I wanted to share with you. Okay. Um, it's, not, it's not a penguin fact like before. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Penguin facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if we lived in a different world, we could have seen one of the Spice Girls as Tank Girl. Oh, because not one? only Spice Girl, um, three Spice Girls tried out for oh, the role it. of Tank Girl. I mean, guess this, which ones? This is guess a, which one? This is a British I, I, character, I, I, so I, I assume, understand. I seen first Sporty Spice. No. What? Really? So it was no. Ginger, Baby, and Scary. No, it was Ginger, you, you're telling me Baby, Posh Spice? and Victoria Beckham That's insane. all tried out oh for Tank God. Girl. 
I can see Baby and Ginger, but I cannot believe Posh Spice. She seemed like she didn't even want to be in the Spice Girls, let alone. <laughs> I should also make it clear that we oh, may still have a shot at this. Oh, Victoria Beckham. <laughs> we may still have a shot at a different rendition because uh, Margot Robbie's production studio has purchased the rights for Tank Girl. Oh, Margot good. Because she did, she did would be gangsters. a good Tank Girl. She's, I, I don't know if she wants to be in it or she's just going to put it together or I, both. Well, but... I mean, she might as well. She's just playing Tank Girl when she plays Harley Quinn because she's not exactly playing Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, well, I think that's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, Sarah, I assume you're going to want to include your usual plug, so go ahead. Well, as always, I'm going to plug using your public library, and now that the world is over and you can't go anywhere, definitely check out those digital options. Every it, library has them. It is great advice. You can get free books, free movies. Who knows? We could have maybe rented this yeah. for free through a library. Probably. Assuming a library had wasted its money. <laughs> Yeah, I wasted $5 on this freaking oh, movie yeah. today, and I probably could have got it at the library. I could have gotten it today and brought it home. So there we go. Plus. But check out your local libraries. Be sure to check out those online options. Uh, we'll be back next week to tell you what movie is up next. Until then. <laughs>